Hello, and welcome to the podcast Used Up Pens, an interview series about the Landreth family's journey with a son and brother diagnosed with autism, Trent Landreth. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the sensory issues that Trent had growing up, primarily with how he asked for help when he needed it, sleep patterns, and how Trent handled food as a child. Before we get started, I'd like to express my apologies for not releasing the episode on time yesterday. It has been a very busy October, and I have not had the time like I thought I would. Regardless, please enjoy this episode. Here's your host, Tristan Moore. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Used Up Pens podcast. I'm your host, Tristan, and I have my parents here, Andrea. Hi. And Corey. Yo. Um, and today we're going to be talking about what it was like um, living with one of your children having ASD. We lived with all of our children. All of them, yeah. And one of them having ASD. Um, your first question, parents, is... Okay, having a child with ASD comes with lots of challenges, as you and the listeners probably know, um, with food, likes and dislikes, with medicine, sleep problems, gastrointestinal problems, the list goes on. <laughs> um, <laughs> what um, were some of those like for you guys in Trent's early years, I guess, before school? Did you notice any of those Things. Well, the first thing I think we noticed at a very young age was sleep problems. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, he napped as an infant, but it, by the time he was a year old, he didn't take naps and he had a very hard time going to sleep. And we've talked about that, I think before that, you know, he would pull an all nighter, uh, every second or third day and then he would crash, um, it was just very difficult. I think before then, though, I, I mean, just hearing you talk about it reminded me of, like I'd forgotten, all the conversations that we used to have about him not napping. Like not knowing, like every other, you know, all our <laughs> other kids napped. Yeah, every this toddler is crazy. naps. Why won't he take a nap? Yeah. <laughs> and we'd put him down and we'd put him down and he just wouldn't. Yeah, and he was four years old when I finally in desperation got on the interweb <laughs> you know, no. the internet you know it was like new because that mm. was and yeah. the, but there were blogs out there i mean so. that would have been 90 97 like 2001 2000 yeah 2001 2002 Ooh, math. um yeah good job <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but discovered a parent mentioned melatonin and we asked the doctor and she said well it's not FDA approved, but if you want to try it, go for it. Well, so. it wasn't that we talked at the time like that was a total God thing because it was desperation at that point. Oh, totally. We were switching off and on nights, staying and up doctors with him would all not night. recommend it. Nobody at that would. Time. And you got on that like you just happened to find this chat thing, mm-hmm. and like we didn't even know like it was early on. We didn't even know what they were. First, about, I got a hate message about yeah having my child on medication at all. Yeah. And then and then I got a helpful message. Yeah. But then that was that one you yeah. only got that one reply. Yeah. Um so anyway, and, and yeah, tried totally melatonin. Our lives. Gave him melatonin at about eight thirty by nine o'clock. He was asleep and I remember standing we, yeah. in the kitchen with you like Oh my goodness. Yeah. All of the children are asleep <laughs> and it's only nine o'clock. It yeah. was amazing. Yeah, that was 
So it didn't totally stop his sleep issues, but it did help tremendously through his childhood. And there were times yeah. where it wasn't working as well. And we had to adjust that. And by the time he was 18, he wasn't taking it anymore because it was giving him headaches, but it, it really helped us survive. He was still pulling an all nighter or he didn't sleep all night for yeah, maybe so often, once a yeah. month or yeah. something, but it was so much more manageable. And I, I remember, um, before we started that, like, so he might only get two or three hours of sleep at night. And we put him in the car. Like we dreaded going anywhere. Like parents are always talking about, oh, put your kid in the car and drive around. They'll go to sleep. And that's so great. And we were like, no. Not because if we put Trent in the car and drove, like you would drive the kids to the, to the school or something, which was not very far away. But five minutes in the car, he would go to sleep for five minutes. And th- that five minutes of sleep would mean that he wasn't going to go to sleep at all <laughs> that night. Because he would wake up when you take him out of the car. Yeah. And that was it. And then that was, he, and then he was, it yeah. was on. Yeah. Yeah. It was a juggling act. Yeah. Are there any other but, challenges that you guys Yeah. Faced? We talked about, like, I think you mentioned in the question about food. Mm-hmm. And that was Ugh. like, <laughs> that was hard like 99 percent of kids with asd on any level yeah. of the spectrum yeah. it seems like they all have a food yeah food issue is a big issue too. yeah both mm-hmm. of them so so we dealt with things like <clears throat> trent has always smelled everything that he is going Puts to eat yeah. or wants to put in his or mouth. wants to put in his <laughs> mouth yeah and so you remember those okay so when he was really young this is like really gross but we would give him <laughs> We would offer him good food that the family was eating, whatever you made. And Andrea is an excellent cook, so it was good food. And he would smell it and, like, not want anything to do with it, if it wasn't chicken nuggets anyway. But then he got back and find poop or dirt or whatever, <laughs> some animal, and just shove it in his mouth. And yeah, eat it. yep. yep. <laughs> We're like, How, you won't eat this incredible meal. But, yeah. you'll eat poop but you yard. will go eat old dirty dog poop in the <laughs> backyard. Yeah. I don't understand. Uh, this is real life. Yeah, but so but gross. we look. So last <laughs> night we were we were getting ready for this um, this episode, and so mom pulled out um, Trent's baby book, mm-hmm. and so we totally forgot. At least I had anyway. Totally forgotten about. Mm-hmm. Like she had written down things that he had. Um, he, that he was eating very mm. young. Yeah, at like 12 months, said he had scrambled eggs for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. And like he'll eat them sometimes now, but growing up, he would never, never. eat scrambled eggs. So maybe I like put it he, on his tray on his high chair and he played with it. I don't know. Or fed it to the dog. I don't know why I said But you just said like ramen noodles or yeah, something. Yeah, he liked he to eat ate. ramen noodles for lunch. But that must have been like way, That's way so early. Weird. Way, way, way early. And then it got yeah. then it got really yeah. cra- it's crazy where like literally. If you look the, at his baby book, it looks like a typical child, except he's huge. Like yeah. twenty eight pounds at a year old or yeah. something. Yeah. But of course we were talking yeah. he w- he walked at eleven months, so Yeah. I mean, this big it kinda bruiser, looks like a bruiser kid, but typical big baby. But once he like apparently like once he got after the uh, or past that initial really young, mm-hmm. I guess eating some foods because that's all we were giving him mm-hmm. like, before. Like there's a stage when I guess you just eat whatever you're given. I guess but, I don't know, but um, I, I think he was trying it out. Maybe I don't maybe. know. Maybe and then he decided no, I don't like. And this. I'm sure he was eating but, just the noodles and not like 
yeah a soup you know yeah. just picking him up and eating him anyway right. but we yeah, digress but then it got really <laughs> specific and yeah. so if it was there was a while where if it wasn't not just chicken nuggets if it wasn't nuggets from mcdonald's he didn't want them yeah and it didn't and so not just he didn't want them but he wouldn't want he wouldn't eat anything yeah if it and if you nuggets. um like he likes uh he likes meatballs yeah and mm. and if I now if I cut them in half, he won't eat them. <laughs> and and back then it was that way too. There were certain things that if you yep. cut it, he wasn't going to touch it. So or that, if you didn't cut it, he wasn't going to touch it. <laughs> I mean, they're just specific. Oh, yeah. If you cut it, yeah, yeah. It was, and and you had to know what it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We but like, so we go to Grandma's house and she'd cut something. Go, oh well, he's not going to eat that now. And we tried. <laughs> we tried. Um, you guys remember the gluten-free, sugar-free, oh, yeah. cast-free, oh, oh. dairy-free uh, diet. They're awful. Yeah. yeah it was rice. Rice. I tried. I remember eating that. Rice, bread, like, and chicken is nuggets. what chicken nuggets are going to be like for the rest of my life? Because yeah. these are awful. And you were probably uh, only six years old. I remember yeah. them so vividly. Because I think he was five when there we did that. There was a lot of struggle around food, I think, yeah. in regards he ate to the other a lot children. Of, like straight-up hamburger patties. We could mm. almost always yeah. count on Trent to eat meat. Like yeah. it was plain meat and popcorn. Yeah, and popcorn, right? Well, and now and, it's and anything crunchy, like Chips steak. Or if I dry if cereal. I grill steak or something, he is all about that. Oh yeah, he he's a eat. meat eater for oh, yeah. sure. But I, but you remember the big, uh, like since Tristan is hosting this, the big issue with Tristan was you used to make spaghetti with meat sauce forever. And then, but Trent likes meatballs. Well, we discovered those meatballs, so. I think, from the Schwans. Oh, yeah. At yeah. first. And Trent loved them and he, he would eat them. it then. Yeah. But he is not, <clears throat> he is not about spaghetti with meat sauce. He'll eat it now. He, he wants. Because it has just, it's just hamburger. Yeah. But, but he wants yeah. meatballs. He wants the meatballs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So and you, then he'll pull it out and it's hot. And he doesn't like to wait for his food. Nope. He's mad about and it. And he shoves in a yeah, whole still now burning at, at hot. At 23 years old, he, he can't wait for food to cool off. Yeah. Yeah. And then he t- shoves in and the meatball in his mouth and he gets mad because it's hot. Yeah. We're like, well. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned trying um, the dreaded gluten-free, dairy-free, oh. all the free stuff. Uh-huh. Some people say that that has helped their children manage behaviors. Mm-hmm. What was your experience with that like? Not that. Our <laughs> experience was that we discovered that that milk was kind of a trigger for him. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, I felt like after we did that little experiment that he had an intolerance for milk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he drank a lot of milk. Yeah. yeah. So we started doing rice milk. Wasn't it? Yeah. Rice milk? But it had to be about that time that that we went to see our our witch doctor in Kansas City. Yeah, that's another episode. <laughs> our voodoo doctor. <laughs> yeah, um, which which helped, but mm-hmm. but yeah, we you know we we did that, Cass and dare whatever all that stuff. Dairy we free, did that free. because yeah. that's what people said. Yeah, helped. Yeah, and, yeah. and we were gonna try and anything, and it was. Yeah. I don't dread. I don't regret doing it. It was. Yeah. It was. Well, awful, it's like but, you know, right? But if right. yeah, if it would have worked. We we would have amazing figured out a way to to yeah. do it. like the like the melatonin deal. If it works, when when you have a child with I think any disability, any issue, struggle or challenge, 
if it if it works, you do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if it yeah. works, it works. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we did it really for six the, months, which yeah. we felt like was a good amount of time. If it's not if it's not good, if it doesn't work, you don't do it because you mm-hmm. you got to manage that your yeah. own emotional resources and physical resources and stuff. Right. So, but yeah, we, we we hoped that it would work, and it and it didn't, and so we moved on. Yeah. Yeah. Great. We're thankful that other parents have different. Yeah, for and sure. Yeah, I, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, we we are glad because that really it was a really bad food time for us, but but for those parents that it works, and like, man, I keep doing thankful that. for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so you had um two very verbal children, right? <laughs> well, At this point, uh-huh. one yes. very verbal, one verbal. Yeah, no, Trevor no. is very verbal. Uh. <laughs> Just kidding. Obviously, it's me. Um, okay, and then you had Trent, who barely spoke at all, yeah, if any. So what was that like adjusting to a child that you couldn't? Well, it helped to have a second mama around because... <laughs> You're welcome. You were right there. <laughs> right there, um, helping us figure out what he needed. For a long time, it was... We were like, oh, well, this is the third child, and we have a daughter who's, you know, the middle child, and so this is just like normal sibling behavior. Mm. The the older older daughter, older female sibling is the second mama, takes care, talks for yeah. the other one, gets them everything they need, so there isn't a, a need for those younger kids to talk as soon and as And I hear a lot others. of parents use that excuse. They say, um, well, the siblings talk for him. He didn't need to. And mm-hmm. I don't I don't necessarily buy that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, maybe in some cases, but I think if a kid wants to talk, if he wants something, he's going to figure out, you know. Even if that includes screaming and yelling. They're gonna, <laughs> right. Yeah. You're right. going to figure it out. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of a lot of um, uh, dealing with that just had to do with uh, just learning him. And like we talked about before, we all learned, kind of learned him together and what he needed. Did she just say learnt? Learnt. I didn't say learnt. <laughs> you learnt it. Sounded like Learned. <laughs> Maybe I said learnt. I don't know. It would have been as good if you did. <laughs> but yeah, I think the, the, the talking, um, that was kind of a struggle. Like we, like you, like you wait for that. Like it's a milestone, you, right. you know, and, and there were just so many milestones that Trent just <laughs> completely missed. Yeah. Um but like like we talked well, before like they all walking, had to do they all had to do with communication. They all yeah. Yeah, and social uh, yeah, mm-hmm. interaction. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. so we I think we talked before in another episode about him like at 11 months he was walking, he was carrying full gallons of milk around the house looking for somebody to get him a, a right. glass of milk. Um and and so he had he was very strong and he had very good balance he'd walk on our furniture um, remember that couch we had and he'd walk back and forth people would walk in and they'd see him and kind of freak out <laughs> we're like oh it's just Trent don't worry about it like yeah. he never falls <laughs> so he had really good um fine motor skills he had good uh balance that kind of thing but then yeah like the he thing didn't point, I noticed he didn't talk he didn't as far as communication the, the, one of the first things I noticed was that he didn't point yeah. And and that's 
people don't realize what a big deal that is. And when they're 12 month old points at things, they don't think a thing about it. But when yeah. you're four year old doesn't point to things <laughs> still, yeah. um, you know, when you're 23 year old, yeah, I think he was five or six when I, you know, taught him how to point. Mm-hmm. I held his hand and pointed his finger out and showed him pointed, but he still doesn't really get it. Yeah. He doesn't and understand to point to an object. He just kind of points in the general direction and says, probably. Mm. And it's, <laughs> yeah. and it's the funny. Probably general direction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. It's funny. Cause still today we, we go to him and go, where's mom or yeah. where's your whatever that you left. And, and he'll, and he points, but it's not in the, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it's, it's downstairs like... and he'll kind of point towards the stairs, but he always like, he'd always twist his hands yeah. Yeah, yeah, like it's not just straight out. He twists doesn't it. Doesn't really and... get it. <laughs> so we give him options. And he's just downstairs like, or down Ugh. the hall. Downstairs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What were some of the ways that he did communicate for things? Oh. Well, he would um he would take somebody's hand and pull them to what he wanted. Yeah. He would push yeah. them to the fridge or yep. push them <laughs> to the counter. And um, people who you know were were friends but not like at our house all the time yeah. would say. Oh, it's so sweet. He held my hand. He grabbed my hand. I'm like, he's using you. He yeah, wants something. You are a tool. You, you are, are a tool. Yes. A tool. Yes. It was, and I remember, it's like so strange. Like he would, we'd have this big conversation because he would grab you by the wrist, take you in the kitchen, put your hand on whatever on it is that he wanted, he wanted in the yep. fridge. Yeah. And I'm just like, you can get this. <laughs> You, if you are can big do that. enough. You yeah. can put, you don't need me. And like, why are you? So when he was um, five and started saying words, um, you know, he didn't really use them for communication, but he knew how to say words and to label things and things mm-hmm. like that. And so you probably remember, I, I put the sign, may I have milk, please. Yeah. on the phone. Or oh, may yeah. I have juice, please. And he could read. Mm-hmm. He could read before he could even say these words. <laughs> So um, he knew that if he went to the fridge and he wanted juice, he'd say, may I have juice, please? And then I, I do remember how exciting it was when he, he, the first thing he substituted was computer. Mm-hmm. He came to me and said, may I have computer, please? And I was like, yes. <laughs> he, he used yeah, a sentence. He exchanged yeah. the word, substituted the word for what he wanted. It was pretty amazing. Um, he, he doesn't like to, use sentences still like that but no <laughs> but he can say yeah. may i have whatever please yeah it's he so frustrating it. that he like uh, like you said he has read like uh, he he probably could read from very very, very young, young age. Yeah. and i don't know how <laughs> i don't know how he learned that how i figured that out yeah um but he could go and and he's so like you you remember when okay we were sitting he he was watching we were watching a movie put a movie in and a preview for Madagascar came up on at the beginning of the movie. And he jumped up from the floor and ran to the computer and typed in oh, Madagascar yes. uh-huh. on the computer uh-huh. so he could mm-hmm. watch the videos and the trailers and stuff for it and he could figure it out. And so he's a very, very good speller. Yeah. But he learned that Google, if you we'll type in the wrong thing, Google will say, did you mean whatever and so it's weird watching that progression where he was very very good at spelling out those words correctly and then learning 
that if he didn't get it quite right, Google would suggest and he could click on it. So well, he that got is lazy much, much like easier. the rest of us. Yes. <laughs> much easier. And so then he would do it. Like, you know how to spell that. <laughs> but he, yeah, he learns yeah. those um, tricks, those things. But yeah, I could read and, and he, write. He used and, to have his favorite things were like alphabet letters, his favorite yeah. toys to play with. He would um, put his alphabet letters out backwards, Z to A on the floor and it just blew our minds of you course remember, the first time it, we saw that yeah and then we said you know we asked him to tell us the yeah. alphabet backwards and he could say it just as fluently backwards as he could forward yep. mm-hmm. and it's that way with this drawing too he can draw it upside down he can draw it right side up he can draw it yep. sideways from any you know start at any point yeah mm-hmm. like, have we told the story about the pictures in his mind that can <laughs> shift around my kitchen about the kitchen talk- yeah i told it on the sibling podcast <laughs> <laughs> so that incredible. was great yeah so go back and listen were you to angry while you were telling the podcast? story no, i was just like excuse me you ruined my kitchen <laughs> yeah right. we were so excited but nobody about cared it. about my kitchen. <laughs> nobody cared about tristan <laughs> it's pretty amazing yeah. okay so speaking of other children not being very happy with what was going on. Um, I was monitoring like interactions between, you know, me and Trevor or um, if Trent was involved or even T little baby TJ um, was monitoring interactions between any of us at this point, any different than it was before Trent. Well, we always knew where Trent was at all times, <laughs> you know, because, Really, I mean, not really consciously, like, but, but we were always on hyper alert for yeah. him to attack somebody, to attack one of you guys. And then especially like he, he was, when TJ was born, he loved TJ and he would hold his head and he was very careful with him until he got to be about two. And then he started pulling his hair. <laughs> and so poor TJ, we had to keep his hair shaved so close that he couldn't pull his hair. Yeah. And so we had to make some adjustments here and there for, um, just for, um, prevention, <laughs> yeah. you know, to keep something from happening yeah. down the road. But I, I think, um, you and Trevor, um, I, I, how do you I, as in me? How do Tristan? I say this? You raised yourselves. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you were you were talking about the monitoring interactions between the other siblings, and and I'm like, well, we we just let the two of you hate on each other. <laughs> but uh, you didn't. Like we've been, or we, maybe you did. We've been very, <laughs> we've been very blessed that that all of our kids have have. For the most part, you know, I mean, siblings have struggles, but for the most part, our kids have always gotten along pretty well. But there ha- there have been times, you, you know, I mean, there was conflict between <laughs> Trevor and Tristan. But when you have a child that is so, like, the, the need level yeah. is so high, mm-hmm. um, like, they, like they talked about... <clears throat> Trent's uh, anxiety level. I remember the the pediatric developmental specialist uh, Kirshen was talking to us about this. Can like a like a normal um, child or person's anxiety level is maybe at a two or a three most of the time, and then certain events happen and that might jump up to you know seven or eight or whatever. If it gets to ten, it becomes a problem. And and she said Trent's anxiety level is like an eight or a nine all the time. 
And so very little things push him over the edge mm. and, and cause him to, to freak out. And, and so, um, you know, like, like dealing with that. And, and so you have like normal sibling activity or behavior in a family, maybe that, um, fighty level you know what i'm mm-hmm. talking about maybe maybe that's normally at like a three or a four most of the time and then sometimes gets worse but but you throw in a child that that has a needs like trent did where that sibling interaction level is like an eight or nine all the time yeah and then it's just it's different and so you, you what's the old saying the squeaky wheel gets the grease and and so we like you like it was all we could do to just deal with him. Mm-hmm. So we've well, kind of I said do. about TJ that he just like TJ came along. Mm-hmm. It was just like, well, there you go. <laughs> welcome to the world. Mm-hmm. Buddy, I do cause... remember though, because because Trent's aggression went in waves. It, he would be very aggressive for two or three months, and then he would have a really good two months, yeah. like and no aggression at all, and he's pretty content, and his anxiety levels lower. And well, no I remember aggression at all meant like infrequent right right <laughs> just seemed like infrequent. it wasn't at all because... i mean yeah throw down tantrums often yeah was the high yeah. point and then you know but in those, in those good times when he was pretty well controlled i remember really letting our guards down a little bit mm. and just functioning as a normal family with our kids and doing all the things we want to do with our other kids and him but then slap into reality again when it start back Mm -hmm. up um i i remember that feeling of here it comes here comes the wave Mm -hmm. get on your guard again you know and because we would tend to get a little lax when he was doing so well and almost forget that you know (laughs) the wave could come again yeah uh but well, I, I really it think hope it made that our... he was growing up and he was going to grow out of that. Yeah. And then we, and then like, uh, I, I honestly believe again. it, it made all of our children stronger and more flexible and more acceptable and just, just all around better people. And I've, especially when they were like teenagers, I'd say I've just, I think God really blessed our family because we're not having to deal with a lot of the issues. Some people deal with, with their teenagers rebellion or whatever, yeah. you know, um, Not felt that we like, didn't have teenager. Felt rebellion. like we had a pretty right. strong. It just wasn't normal. Yeah, pretty strong family ties <laughs> well, it's, there. It's kind of yeah. like the the things that mattered once don't matter as much yeah. when mm-hmm. there's a bigger issue. Well, oh, and we've said yeah. we've said for a long time that that our children are not super materialistic because Trent destroyed everything that they ever. Yeah. Like really I, material I remember so, yeah, you guys telling us like don't have anything that you care about because <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. It, it, and it like yeah. that was just the reality. Yeah. And I hope like, that was yeah. Like sometimes we hear horrible. about this stuff now we're like oh we were terrible parents. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I even think about that now like well and we said that about ourselves too. We said we're not buying new furniture. Yeah. yeah. We're not buying anything that's worth oh, a yeah. lot because yeah. It, yeah. it will probably well, even, get destroyed. Yeah, and we thought, well, someday it's gonna be better. And it wasn't just like, okay, the furniture thing was not just Trent. <laughs> because the guy sitting over here without a microphone and his younger brother used to play Fall in the Lava all the time. That's true. <laughs> and they would 
go cra- and and again you know we live with trent and so our furniture isn't the, and so we were just like, like you want to jump on the couch okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have fun like we're just glad you're interacting and whatever and so you're playing together I, and sometimes i think about that like you played fall in think, love too didn't you I, not as much i didn't go as hard as <laughs> that at yeah. all <laughs> but yeah she'd tap out pretty quick <laughs> yeah and then tj would start whining because he got hurt yeah and then he would go back and i would baby yeah. him yeah until yeah, yeah until tj was able to do the hurting himself and then tj, yeah. TJ got bigger <laughs> yeah dang it <laughs> yeah but i remember like watching shows or something that kids weren't allowed to like jump on the furniture or like jump on the bed and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) so there were some perks there was some like i can jump i don't get in trouble for yeah or like i used to stand on the dining room um chairs in even like as a teenager i would just like stand on the chairs in there Uh uh-huh oh yeah i remember that you would just stand (laughs) (laughs) do you want attention tristan (laughs) (laughs) well i don't know it's just fun to be on furniture well and and anything you do to the chairs is nothing compared to him rocking in the chairs yeah yeah. well it's like it doesn't you guys don't care if i stand on the chair because what's it gonna do yeah you're fine (laughs) yeah yeah so so we always i always felt like our kids learned what was important very young yeah and what was not yeah but speaking about furniture we just like last year last year we bought a recliner for it was just a little less than a year ago a little less than a year ago we bought a recliner for Trent and we and we shopped around like we went to a good furniture store in Wichita we we bought a a recliner I don't maybe I can say we bought a flex steel recliner because we were told that those have like lifetime warranty on the Mm. mechanism and whatever and different things and so we go into this place and we're like, look, we have this kid that has autism and he's huge and he rocks constantly. And so we need this thing. So we're waiting to see how it works out. Flex deal. I hope you come through uh, <laughs> because less than a year. He's he's ru- like he will not he's sit in the rocking chair right now because he's rocked it so much that some of the bearings have come out of the body. So it's a. It's a that's swivel. why he's not sitting swivel. in that chair. Yeah, it's a swivel <laughs> recliner, rocker recliner, and he's rocked it so much that some of the bearings have come out, and so it's a little wobbly. It's not as sturdy as it so was before, funny. and he won't sit on it anymore. Yeah. So we have this, you know, expensive. So we, it's a lifetime warranty, though. So yes, we're hoping it comes through. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe we'll make an update on the podcast and go, yay, flex deal, or we'll go, <laughs> boo, flex. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But <laughs> like we expect, I'm, I'm saying that because we expected that to get better. We're like, well, one day the kids will grow out of that. Oh yeah, <laughs> and no. they won't play fall. In but the he's not drawing on the furniture. That was you know, the biggest problem was drawing good. on the furniture. But we literally have we have we have three recliners in our house right now one of them was the brand new set that we the part of the set that we bought for the basement and then we'd bought a recliner for him several years ago that wasn't nearly as nice of one mm-hmm. but now we've got the night so we have three recliners all three of them are broken mm-hmm. <laughs> and and he doesn't really like to sit in no, any of them because they don't work like like well, it's to. your fault. <laughs> yeah. That's why I bought him a fifteen dollar yeah. uh, rocking that's chair. Still that, that's still working. It hasn't working. fallen apart yeah. yet. It's no. incredibly loud and it thumps every time he rocks. Yeah. but it works. Yeah, it's and not it was broken. only I've already gotten my money's worth, yeah. so I don't care if it breaks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Oh. Thanks for being on. Catch us in two weeks.
on the Use It Pens podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Used Up Pins podcast. Tristan, I was scrolling through the TikTok the other day. Were you? I was. And then you showed me a, an irrelevant video, which then I watched. And it was a picture of you dancing. <laughs> but you were in all kinds of crazy t-shirts. Wow. It was one t-shirt. Tell us more outfits. about the t-shirts. Um, yeah, I'm just showing how you can style different um, the different on shirt. And you can buy that as well as other shirts and items on drawingsbytrent.com. Other shirts. So there's different, not less. Mm -hmm. There's drawn to be different. Mm -hmm. And I'm missing one. No, no limits. limits. That's and right. alligator on a leash. Alligator on a leash now. Better hurry. That's yep. a limited edition one. It is. There's only 500? Yep. Yes. Better get on that. Cool. Tristan, did you know this week, do you know what I'm going to ask you? Um, about reviews. We have two <gasps> new reviews. Wow. All right. So this first review comes from Samantha Piper. Just amazing. Wow. As a mother of a son with autism, this podcast gives me hope. Trent is so fun to watch with his drawings, and I admire his parents so much. Thank you for producing this podcast. Aww. Well, we're You're not his parents, welcome. but we will accept your thanks <laughs> on their behalf. The next one comes from Whole Lotta Woman. All right. All right. Uh, sending you all some shine. Mm. I've been a special ed teacher for eight years and have worked with many Trents. There's many Trents? I thought there was just one. No, I'm well. kidding. That was a bad joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sure you experience the same silence I do about these experiences. No one wants to hear it, so you just don't talk about it. Bravo to you for starting a podcast for The Voiceless. Both are level three autism babies and friends, but also for their caretakers who have no ears except each other and our therapists. Shout out to all the severe disabilities teachers keeping therapists in business. As for you, Trent's family, keep it going because I wait, wait, wait anxiously for each episode so I can hear my kindred spirits tell me stories that let me know that they get it. Aww. Now I'm going to cry. That was sweet. Usually you're the one crying. I'm, well, I feel like I'm tearing up. I'm about to. So, Tristan. What's up? You, we mentioned t-shirts. Yes. What else does Trent have for sale? And where can I find that? Yeah, t-shirts. He has socks. He has coloring books. Some pretty dope coloring books. And hats. And... Letters, right? Thank you. Thank you cards. And cards. Things like that. Birthday cards. Sad cards. Happy cards. They're thank you cards. It's a, yeah. Yeah. It's for birthday every cards. occasion. Birthday cards. Um, yeah. And if I wanted to find him on social media, I think he's on Instagram and TikTok, right? Yeah. Am I missing anything? He's on Facebook. Facebook, right. Mm -hmm. And those are Instagram and TikTok are at Dra Drawings by Trent. Drawings by Trent. Yeah. And Facebook is just Drawings by Trent, right? Yeah. Not the just. They don't have ads. Drawings on by Facebook. Trent. You right. <laughs> you right. Nice. So if people wanted to, uh, if people wanted to get their review read on this podcast, what would they have to do, Tristan? Well, you know, you would head on over to Apple Podcasts and you would rate it five stars and then you would... We would hope you would rate it five stars. No, you please. would. <laughs> and uh, say something about it. Yeah. And we love hearing from people and we love reading their stories. And we love hearing from dogs, too. From dogs? Is that you what you said? Yeah. You said we love hearing from people. Like you were going to add to that list. Oh, I'm sorry. 
did I miss a joke? Is that what happened? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so the best way you could do this is to uh, subscribe to the podcast and um, share with a friend and share with a family member. Anytime it takes less than two seconds to, put, to share something on your Facebook or Instagram or whatever and go ahead and share that. Um, we want to get this information out as uh, quickly as we can and make it as most make it as accessible as we can. Anyway, we want to say thank you um, for all the love and support you continue to show us through these weeks. And as always, thanks for listening. <laughs>